Chupapi Munyano? Chupapi fucking Munyano? A red cat see to play. A red cat see to play. <laughs> the ten day, por favor. Am I gonna say? Welcome to Blast from the Past. Here on Blast from the Past, we look at various video game offerings from Microsoft's subscription service Game Pass for Xbox and PC. I'm your host, Brandon Komar, and joining me as always, my co-host, Brandon Scott. It's your boy, Scotty. And uh, guest host today, my little brother, b Reezy. <laughs> well, welcome, guys. Yo, what welcome up, to welcome to the podcast. Uh, thanks for joining us again, Brad. Thank you for <clears> having the, me. Uh, I enjoy getting berated every week. Maybe you should make you. better picks. I don't know. Oh, okay. Well, oh, she. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, hey, uh, this week we're going to be talking about the dogfight space fight simulator that is Star Wars Squadrons. That's my Hell jam. Yeah, I love anything yes. Star Wars. Star Wars, man. I mean, we all pretty much grew up on it, so this is dope. Uh, Pleasantly, surprised. Star Wars Squadron was nice. I mean, you you hit it on the head. It's a it's a space combat game. Listen, if you don't know what Star Wars is right now, just move on to the next episode, okay? Because like this, none of this is going to make sense. Unless, you, right? however, comma, you okay. just like dogfighting games and not in the Michael Vick this kind is, of way. This is true. Oh. oh. <laughs> But in the the Crimson Skies, Damn. or or uh, <laughs> or even Battlefront uh, Two kind of way, that's true. If you enjoy, if you if you are looking for a aerial combat, how about very that? futuristic aerial space combat? You have to mention that because there is no laws of gravity here. I, I mean, the enemy's gate is down, man. Ender's game. No one got anyway, that. Anyway, Scott card. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes, Ender's game. You're right. Um, yeah, I mean it's a, it's a it's a space combat game set in the Star Wars universe. This takes place after Return of the Jedi. If you are a Star Wars fan, that is where this is taking place. It alternates between the New Republic, right, where you're playing as your squadron, and the Galactic Empire's Titan Squadron. I suppose it's kind of. Uh, Mono a mono, if you will. Yeah, I I would agree with that statement. Yeah, 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 yeah. Normally, like with a a dogfighting game, you know, that's set here in the physics of Earth, most of it takes place, you know, with bullets. This is obviously with laser fire and missiles. There's also different levels of how you are taking on uh, fighters your same size, but the next level beyond that is taking out their um, you know, they're star destroyers and things. Star destroyers, and then even the or I guess that's the end level. What's the mid level? What are those called? Like the vanguards or the cruisers? Cruisers. Are those yes. the middle ones? Man, we played quite a bit of the multiplayer, and I don't remember them. Uh, that's not to say that this isn't a memorable game. I think that it's uh, has a lot of good things going for it. It's a dogfighting game. Like it's really easy to jump into. Uh, you can play it as a brand new player. 
There's a variety of ships you can choose from each of them as you play through the game, whether that's campaign or multiplayer. You get new upgrades, so different types of lasers for your ships, different kind of support items. Um, This game has a really cool feature with the ships where you can adjust your power outputs to different things, you know, so, so there's a little bit of strategy to it. You know, if you're, if you're taking on one of those cruisers, you can up your firepower uh, and then at the last minute, change it over to your shields to regen all those shields. You just lost to their turrets, um, then do it to speed and kind of reverse out of there. Um, which I thought was really cool. It, it, it reminded me of elite dangerous, uh, another space game that I used to play. Oh yeah. You love um, that game. Yeah, it, it was great. Uh, it, but it also had a very similar power thing where you could change it between your weapons and your shields and your your thrusters. Um, this game has a really simple version of that, where it's it's pretty much all or nothing on those on those systems. Um, but it literally can make the difference between life and death in a dogfight. I liked how you can switch your shields from like obviously surrounding your whole ship or just mainly focus on the front or back. So if you're getting chased, you can just throw them on the back and give yourself some 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 protection from someone that's behind you. So I, I thought that was a kind of nice little kind of add-in that they had. Absolutely. I also like the... Every flying game is different. Like, if you go from... If you go from Grand Theft Auto, right, where you've got your, your yaw... Everything's really floaty. Everything's really of. floaty. Yeah. Um, you know, left thumbstick controls... Um, like your 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 up and down, I guess your zenith and your oh, I forget what direction. What Pitch, I forget. Yaw, yes. roll. Exactly. So you could you can customize every single aspect of your controls to mimic you know another dog fighting game that you might play or another flying game that uh, so that it's all familiar to you as long as you're not yeah it is any it, the, the settings are yeah highly customizable. Um, I think it's important to note. So we, we, I briefly touched on it being reminiscent of Battlefield 2 or Battlefront 2, I guess. Star Wars Battlefront 2 from like the Xbox era, yeah. um, the OG Xbox era, which was really cool in that you could, you know, hop in a ship. You'd have those dogfights that were at the time. It was awesome. But you, you also were able to get out of your ship. This game, you, you can't get out of your ship. Um, but I think it took that system and then to an extent, the same system that was in uh, the new Battlefront 2 with the the Space star battles wars. or star, yeah. star fighter battles i think is what they were and it it kind of raised the skill cap like you can play and you can put on a bunch of assists and it, and make it really easy to play for you but you can turn those off and you can customize the controls and you can get uh uh just like really precise with this game um i i know we were playing multiplayer and i had played with uh we played around with actual other players like they've got a few different modes one of them is against ai and the other one's against other other human players that were way way out leveled like max level and everything their ships yeah. were just kitted out the ass that was a, that was a fun um, time Dude. but it it was it was interesting that even though they had you know all those things like there's there's also the difference of people that have just played it for a really long time and on and have grinded on and had unlocked that stuff versus people that are actually skilled at it so I know I kept killing a guy that he he had a really high level ship and high, high level armaments and stuff. But even though I was fairly new to it, I had a few basic strategies uh, that allowed me to 
to outmaneuver him and outgun him. Um, and you know, I killed that yeah. one guy. I think that was, that's that speaks on the game itself is is a pretty like you said technically, um, I guess. You know, you need you need a lot. Of, it, it requires a lot of skill for you to fly these these battleships or whatever. But it's it's not to a point where you can't pick it up easily. Like I am very bad at like dogfighting games, but this game I was able to. I mean, I got I got killed a few times, but I was able to pick it up after a while and kind of understand. Um, I guess different techniques or different different approaches to to uh, killing things. Well, we briefly touched on it being. Uh class-based it's almost like a class-based game too kind of like you know overwatch or even to some extent like yeah modern warfare you know right you you pick the class that you need in that situation or um, best or just that one you're you're better at yeah yeah yeah. i know at one point brad you kept just playing as the bomber because that Mm -hmm. happened to be like on the map that we were on and the terrain that we were fighting through you were just able to use that ship better and i think that's really uh cool that it, it gives you those options to that you did de- yeah play, you definitely need you know, someone to yeah you, each one each person needs to have a certain role you can't all just roll out and fighters and expect to win you need to have like a bomber or two and and then even protecting those because their armor is super low or their health is super low so that was i, I thought that was kind of a nice aspect to the to the game as well it is like overwatch yeah, yeah you need like tanks you need like people to kind of flank around and stuff yeah exactly um yeah, I think it was it, it's great in that aspect. The multiplayer was dope. Um, really cool to play with a team. And and even when we were playing with randos to fill out our team, uh, it was cool to just kind of see them as the the battle unfolded. Be like, OK, well, we need this or we need this. Um, and and much like Overwatch, the game does a thing like, hey, you have no support. You know, Overwatch is like, hey, you got no. Medics. Oh, yeah. You know, same thing. So like for a while, I I tried out support. I didn't quite understand it. Um, the game does offer some tutorials, especially the first couple introductory missions on the campaign are basically just tutorials to teach you what different ships do and how to move around the space. Yeah. It gets you like worked out for the actual multiplayer. Yeah. That was, yeah, there wasn't really much that I drew issue with, with the game, but I kind of, yeah, I guess like you, now that you, I never looked at the story like that. It's like a tutorial that leads you up to multiplayer, but um, I guess that would be my one one complaint is I wish the the story itself like had more in it. I guess I don't know. I feel like I got through it super fast. You beat the story? No, 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 no. I, I was able to oh, get okay. through a lot of the missions super fast. I didn't beat the story. I only played five missions or so, uh, and then jumped oh, yeah. into multiplayer, and I enjoyed that immensely. Yeah. I, However, I, I multi- that's multiplayer. yeah, that's that's not to that's not to discredit you know the plot uh, and single player campaign and i think a lot of people will like that um in that you know you're not having yeah no the, i had i had skills fun. of other players you know being a detriment to your enjoyment of yeah the absolutely I, I like i said i just yeah i just think now that now that you kind of sh- shown the light on that i guess the the analogy of it being a tutorial that makes more sense but um, well i just meant the first couple missions but even so it does do a, a good job the, the ones i did play did a good job of like showing you um, the different types of ships and how to do it. So yeah, in one way it's a tutorial, but in another way it's like, hey, you may get more enjoyment out of the campaign because you're not having to. It'd be cool if like the story, and maybe it, maybe maybe it's a little bit farther in, in into the story, but it'd be cool if you like you had like 
arrival or whatever, you know, like like in the the Star Wars movies, it was like Luke and then Vader gets in his little TIE fighter or whatever and is like, you know, murking motherfuckers. But like well, with the story, I do. it'd be, well, I know, but it, it always seemed like it's g- generic, like, oh, there's this is just a TIE fighter or whatever. Where right. So you could be like, oh, oh I, I general, get what you're saying. This is General So-and-so and, you know, you need to beat him, but like he escapes they, and like they kind of do that. So we'll touch on the, the pro- plot very briefly. Um, and this is a little spoiler just for the first couple missions of the game. So if you want, you can skip the next 30 seconds and you'll avoid the spoiler. Essentially, th- this game has two sides. Uh, like Scott said before, it's got uh, the New Republic and uh, whoever the other guys are, the bad guys. <laughs> or wait, which one's the bad guys? The it's Imperial. got the New Republic and the Rebel Alliance. Well, is that right? What depends on no. depends on who you sympathize with. Sure. Some people say the Rebels are right. bad people. The New Republic is is the, the I mean technically they're not necessarily the rebels anymore because because they be okay my bad so you got the, the new, new republic, republic and, galactic and then the galactic empire exactly anyway this is so, like right uh, this is like right after yeah the you're destruction right, you're right. of alderaan so you 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 fought between those two and there there's big players that are introduced like you're, you're playing within that same squadron um on both sides uh, sorry not this you are playing as a character one character in one squadron and another character in the other squadron. Yep. And it swaps, Very it swaps difficult. as the gameplay goes. Um, but, uh, uh, the, the main little story hook there is that there's a defector and you help that defector from one team to the other. So like one team's trying to like get revenge on him, The other team's trying to help him out. Uh, and that's kind of like a quick intro to what this one's doing, what the story's doing going forward. And then it's just kind of, uh, a bigger overarching story behind that one defector that you get in the first couple missions. Right. I think this game would have been awesome to have a joystick. Like if I had a joystick that I could have plugged in to the Xbox and they have them, um, they even have ones that have like the joystick control. And then you've got the like left side, which is your throttle. Oh, Mm -hmm. that'd be legit. Dude, well, I know, right? Yeah, you know how much more so, like immersive uh, that game would be yeah. if you could like if you're diving and or pitching or rolling and you're controlling your speed and using and your chair was on a mechanical like bowl essentially. So every time you went down, you, <laughs> you went down. Well, this is a circle. this is a minor dig on Xbox, but PlayStation VR did have VR capability for this game. Wow, obviously PC has <laughs> obviously PC has. VR capability um, and this game is perfectly suited for you like you said like any kind of aerial game at all this is great for it I've watched videos on it uh, I've listened to a, another podcast on someone played it excuse exclusively in VR um, that guy didn't do well with VR and he got really sick in it but um, oh, I, I could imagine still, that'd be that'd be nutty it still would, would be pretty cool that joystick um, would be rips awesome his like off, rips his headset off yeah <laughs> <laughs> That'd be cool just to feel like joystick and you have that you like you finally get someone in your sights and then you just like flick up the little thing and just if he dies, he dies. And like push that button and just yeah. off your giant. If he dies, he dies. So all right. I mean, we've talked about likes and dislikes. Uh one thing we didn't really touch on, but I'll hit real quick before we get into Blaster Pass. Um I liked the customization in this. Uh I, I already talked about how you can change the the armaments, but it had cool like paint jobs for your stuff for your ships and then it had customization options for your pilot which you very rarely see in multiplayer 
which was kind of a joke because every time we loaded into a game, I would be able to to do one emote and then it would immediately load into the game. Like I wouldn't even get the full emote animation done. I'd be like, I'd be like, hi guys. We'd be standing around a briefing table, like, hi guys. And then it we're into the game. Um, I don't know if that was just because the game was loaded in quick or 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 what, but that was funny. Like I spent all this time customizing all the stuff on my character and you see him for all of three seconds every match. Uh that was funny. But likes and dislikes uh overall, Scotty, this is a blast or a pass for you? It's a blast, dude. I'm a I'm a Star Wars fan as it is. Uh being able to continue on a story or I guess on a path, right, that um continues on from Return of the Jedi is super cool. I like dog fighting games. I am absolutely trash at them, but uh being able to pilot one of my favorite ships as a child you know one of the x-wings and being able to take on uh the galactic empire i think is super cool um now that i can appreciate it more for what it is so uh, i'm gonna go with what all the critics have been raving about this game and uh definitely give it a a blast uh it will be staying on my hard drive to fruition yeah absolutely be reasy it's just a blaster pass for you this is absolutely a blast uh, for me. It's the blast for me, um, just because, like Scott, you kind of pretty much you pretty much hit it. Um, it's uh, it's very fun. It's a little hard. I mean, a little little difficult getting into, but like I said earlier, it's nothing you can't surpass and and definitely understand. Um, I will say, I kind of wish like the upgrades for the ships or even getting new ships were kind of, as far as the story goes, a little bit more like merit based. Like, oh, you get like fifty kills, and like you get this new blaster it just seemed like you have to advance the story or oh, like how get, uh like that, that's how battlefront 2 is yeah you know, to get new new additions for your blasters and things like that okay yeah I, so sense. i think i think that'd be uh something i would i mean that it's it's small ticky tacky things but um other than that i had a i had a very well a uh, very pleasant time playing this game with you guys um even by myself when i played it played it alone i had a lot of fun um and so yeah i i'll be i wouldn't mind if we uh just squatted up on this one night or a few nights whatever and played it again it was really fun yeah it's a it's a blast for me too i mean like you said i think it'd be great to squat up on this i know we did it for a while on uh, battlefront i'd like to go back to that because i love ewok hunts Uh, (laughs) those crack me up every time i just love it um this doesn't have ewok hunts unfortunately uh because (laughs) You do like Ewoks diving. Don't you have do like, spacefaring capabilities. You do like bombing runs on, on, on the time. Ewoks. <laughs> yeah, that's what we need a bombing run uh, on uh, on Ewoks. Uh, I think this was a much better dogfight game than a previous game we talked about. Mm, Hashtag so. the Falconeer. Even though I gave the Falconeer a blast, um, just because I like the uh, environment, awesome. but. Right. The dog fighting in that game was dog shit, and this one is much better. <laughs> that, that, <laughs> game, that game in general was dog shit. <laughs> All right, well, that's three blasts. Uh, let's take a quick bait. <clears throat> Bape? Let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Hey, welcome back, guys. So, um, I know we've been playing Star Wars Squadrons, uh, obviously, for this podcast, but have you guys been playing anything else in your free time? I uh, I actually downloaded a couple of games, just more of in a quest 
to see what games we're going to be adding to this podcast later on, just kind of seeing what's uh, what's out there. I found one called Rain on Your Parade. Have you seen this? I did, yeah. I think that's pretty new to, to Game Pass. Super new. It's definitely part of the the new additions, which is which is why okay. I, how I found it. But uh, basically, you just play as a rain cloud, and you're just raining on people's day. It's kind of a I love sounds that. like a very oh, dude, me too. And you can upgrade your cloud to have different like abilities and make people's lives even more hell. I mean, that sounds um, like the 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 opposite area of Donut County that I've been was playing like i Donut still County's need whole, to play that dude you're just sucking everything in and then <laughs> this one sounds like it's just you know above ground instead of below ground as opposed exactly. to below exactly so i need to download that too and just get both ends of the spectrum here um, you imagine and then i've been like, playing oh, you've upgraded to piss you're now pissing on people <laughs> <laughs> pretty much acid rain baby you're raining um, cats and dogs <laughs> and then uh i downloaded narita boy uh, I don't know if you okay, saw, that I saw that one. one I on think there that too. One's a it looked like one. Tron. Is that the one that looked like a Tron cover art? It's kind. Of, yes, it looks just like Tron cover okay, art, cool. almost identically uh, with the awesome, cool the the ray. Um, it just reminded me we'll of real to. old school like Sega, um, pixelated, you know, Sega. doing Sega, <laughs> doing the best they can. Um, but really psychedelic colors. The story looks awesome. Uh, so I'm I'm excited to delve into that and see if it'd be a good candidate for uh, cool uh, for us and our our future listeners. Yeah, I'll have to check it out. Maybe you all will will hear more of it later. Brad, you been playing anything else? Um, actually, I'm pretty excited to announce I have been playing a game called Surviving Mars, and it is very fun to me. Just kind of like that. You don't like it, Scott? I'm Hell surprised, no. but. I, I'm I say I'm surprised, but I know that you really enjoyed Frostpunk. Yes, which so which it doesn't surprise me. Surprised me, but now that I'm you're liking this, which, which is crazy yeah, to me because I mean, growing day, again, I was like, I don't play Frostpunk. Growing up, I was the one that was playing, you know, all those random RPGs, uh, just like out there weird games, random bargain bin, Walmart, PlayStation games, um, and you guys, you and Beach were always playing uh you know red for, ncaa red or yeah man or whatever we were playing nhl hits it, admittedly we all played that one it was because it was Dude, that game out. rocked but don't you trash talk nhl hits nhl hits rocked so don't you disrespect that game ever again. i'm not disrespecting it yeah that game was awesome but i'm just saying you you guys played that and i was the one that played like age of empires like i went to land parties and played age of empires Bruh, and things same. like that <laughs> and and for you brad to have this interest in these these kind of strategy games like that you know city builder games uh that's pretty cool so yeah i'm gonna have to check that one out maybe we'll see that one on the podcast uh, in the future too and i also downloaded nhl 94 Re- rewind it's like a retro 8-bit like hockey game um but it uses like today's players it's kind of interesting concept um uh, it, i played it for i played it for a couple hours it's uh it's difficult Oh, I will say that. I don't know how people played games back then. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny that, you know, three guys in the middle of the country uh, are talking about a hockey game when I think the nearest hockey team is St. Louis. Louis. Oh, to, to I be, mean, like, well, yeah, there's, no, there's a yeah, there's a team in Indep- independence. There's an it. There's the Mavericks. But, I mean, those aren't yeah. like those are like Mavericks. Like, come on now. 
<laughs> they got their own building. All right. <laughs> I deployed. I deployed with a guy that was a goalie. Um, guys, fire. I haven't. Uh, admittedly, I haven't been playing anything since the last podcast. Really, <gasps> um, I played a little bit of COD with y'all. Um, I've been playing Donut County still. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> nothing. How I did, however, download Monster Hunter World. <laughs> I did download Monster Hunter World to my Switch. Um, I just have not had a minute to play it other than creating my, my dog and my cat. This isn't a switch podcast. I know it's this is everything. An we don't have to just talk about Xbox games. Well, we just, okay, what are well, we playing? Yeah. Well, I've, we, I've, we have, we're a I'm fucking onions, bro. We've got layers. Then. I picked up comics today. No, that's absolutely, <laughs> that's perfect. If you want to talk about your comic, like this is, this is a segment of the show to do it, my man. Oh, okay. Well, for those of you who want to know a little bit more about myself, well, which we is can talk about you. that next time. Yeah. We can talk about that one next time because we've already uh, <clears throat> moving along. Hey, uh, I've been drawing a lot lately, so sorry. <laughs> hey, again, I want to thank you, Brad, for joining us on this week's podcast. Absolutely, thanks for Star Wars Squadrons. Um, a few, you know, key takeaways, real quick. Let's wrap up Star Wars Squadrons. It's a first-person space-based shooter game dogfighting game it's got multiplayer it's got single player you can customize Not your ships faint-hearted it's got a pretty high skill cap i think you'll enjoy it if you love star wars it's a must-have yeah absolutely for sure well hey guys don't forget to follow our social media accounts like and subscribe uh, like and subscribe to our twitches our twitters you guys can send emails to the email in the description, uh, as well as all the other social media. Follow us on Twitch. We stream Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays, and Saturdays. Follow me on my socials. I post like once every four years. <laughs> hey. Yeah, you got to get better about that, bro. I know. Jeez. All right. Thanks for listening to Blast from the Past. Make sure to join us next time as we dive into Streets of Rage. And as always, have a blast. Brad, do you want to say anything before you leave? No. Thanks. <laughs> 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 That's the